2021 and 2021 is the year of that was very weak 2021 is the year of restoration we're declaring that 2021 is the year of restoration what is God wanting to restore in your life my question today is what is your level of destruction I want you just to begin to think about it just for a moment. What is your level of destruction? What is God wanting to do? What has the enemy tried to do? What has 2020 done to you? What has 2020 done to your relationships? What has 2020 done to your business? What has 2020 done to your health? What what level... Of destruction. I just can we just go ahead and jump to the end? Did, did, does anybody ever read the end of the book before you read the first of it? You want to know how it ends? Well, I'll just go ahead and tell you how the this sermon ends. Okay, God is going to restore, no matter what your level of destruction. Amen. So I just want to give you hope today. As we begin to look at the levels of destruction and you go, yeah, I'm there or I'm there or I'm here. Listen, I'm, we're, not, we're not identifying it to, to give us, make us hopeless because the end of the story is my God is a restoring God. And no matter where I find myself, God is able to pick me up. So we declared on the first Sunday of January that uh, Jeremiah thirty seventeen is our theme scripture. I want you to learn it. I want you to memorize it. We looked at that whole chapter. You need to read it every time you're going through trouble, every time something happens, every time you feel like you're being destroyed. You need to go back and read it. You need to memorize it. You need to get it in your heart. Jeremiah thirty seventeen, for I will restore help unto thee. And I will heal thy wounds, saith the Lord. I'm telling you, no matter how you're wounded this year, the Lord wants to heal you. No matter who does what, who says what, no matter where you rise or fall, God wants to heal you, God wants to restore you, God wants to bless you. We, we look at the word restore. What does it mean? What does God want to do? I, I have read these scriptures. We've preached on these scriptures before. Uh, but I, they've just been going over and over in my heart this week. And so I just want to share uh, with you just a little bit more. Luke, can I have, just have a little bit more right here by me, please? And uh, so the word restore. To bring back into existence. Has anybody felt like you ceased to exist this year? Nobody knows where you're at, what you're doing. You kind of fell off the face of the earth. Can I tell you today, God wants to bring you back into existence where everybody even knows what's going on. God wants to bring you back to a place of prominence, a place of blessing. He wants to restore order in your life. Is anybody out of order? You got disorder? Does anybody have a room in your house? 
a closet, a garage that's out of order. You got that room that when company comes over, you let them go to, but there's that one room they can't go. It's that room you threw everything else from the other rooms in. It's that room you've been meaning to get to to organize, but it's out of order. There's areas in our life that are in order, and there's areas of our life that are out of order. Amen. But God wants to restore it. He wants to bring it back to order. He wants to bring it back to a former or an original or a normal condition. Would anybody like to get back to normal? Look at your neighbor and say, you're a little abnormal. (laughs) Can I tell you today, we're all a little abnormal. I don't even know what normal is. But God does. It's the way He created you. It's what He created and what He put in you and what He desires for you. But the devil wants to destroy it. He wants to rust you out. He wants to blow your engine. He wants to cause your headliner to fall. Anybody driving a car with a, the headliner fell down? Anybody got a car with got tax and... Come on, I've had those cars. Headliner falling down on your head. God wants you to restore it back. I love watching those restoration shows. Amy likes watching the house shows and the makeover shows. And I like watching the cars and all the things where they go and they, they find this old rusted out, beat up, blown up. And they go in and when they're finished, it is beautiful. It's a work of art. It's not even, it's not original. It's even better. God wants to bring you back to better than you were before. It is to bring you back to health. To soundness. Did you know the Bible says he's not giving you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. There's a lot of folks that don't have a sound mind right now. Their mind is tormented. Their mind's full of fear and worry and anxiety. But God wants to bring you back to a sound mind where you lay your head on your pillow at night and you are at peace. He wants to give you back, to give back, make return anything taken away or lost. Can everybody just declare it today? Devil, give it back. You've got to give back what you stole from me in 2020. You've got to give my business back. You've got to give my children back. You've got to give my marriage back. You've got to give my money back. You've got to give my friends back. Give me my stuff, devil. He can't have my stuff. God said, I'm going to give it back. I'm going to make him return it. And I'm not, not only anything taken away or lost, but listen, he said not only that, but he'll restore it a hundredfold and make the devil pay interest. Ooh, I love old Smith Wigglesworth. He, was, he lived back way back, and he was a man of prayer. They called him Camel Knees because he spent so much time on his knees. He had a personal relationship with the Lord and with the Holy Ghost, and he walked in power and authority. So much so that when his wife died, 
He walked in the room and took her by hand and declared in Jesus' name, wake up. She woke up, opened her eyes and said, Smith, why in the world did you do that? They talked a little bit and she closed her eyes and died again. But one night, he was sleeping in his bed and all of a sudden a demonic spirit entered in and his bed began to shake and it shook over into the middle of the room and he woke up and he said, in Jesus' name, devil, get out of here. And the bed stopped and settled down. That's where most of us stop. But Smith looked around and said, devil, get back in here. All of a sudden, he felt that presence again. And he said, devil, the bed was over there. And the bed began to shake, boo, 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 went right back to where it was. He said, now get out of here. Listen, it's not enough, amen, that we just rebuke the devil. I want him to put stuff back where it was. Give me back my stuff. Restore me. Don't just leave. And leave me in a mess. Leave me destroyed. Leave me sick. I'm going to be restored in Jesus' name. Amen? Joel chapter 2, verse number 28 says, And it shall come to pass afterward. Everybody say afterward. That I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. How many is ready for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit up on your life where you come into that destiny where you begin to see the dreams and the visions and to have the passions that God has for your life and you begin to walk in the fulfillment of it. But I want to share with you this morning a key word. He said, I'll pour my Spirit out afterwards. After what? There's a prerequisite. There's something we've got to look at. There's a reason why we haven't had the Spirit pour out upon us like we desire. There's a reason we're experiencing the revival like we want. There's a reason our world is in such disarray and chaos. He said, I'll pour my Spirit out afterwards. After what? After our resurrection. Restoration. (laughs) I was going to say our resurrection. After our restoration, God is going to pour out His Spirit, but before He can, there's got to be some things restored that is out of order. Some things restored that's misplaced. Some things restored that's not right. God is not going to pour His Spirit out upon your destruction. He is not going to pour His Spirit out on your mess. He is not going to pour His Spirit out upon your habit and addiction. He's not going to pour His Spirit out upon your past. He's not going to pour His Spirit out on your disobedience. He's not going to pour His Spirit out upon your sin. We have got to get it right first. We have got to be restored by the presence and the Spirit of God. Restored into right relationship It has to be well with our soul. And then when it's well with our soul, 
when we're restored, then He can pour His Spirit out. Afterward. I'm going to pour my Spirit out afterward. After what? After restoration. What is your level of destruction? Joel chapter 2, moving on up into verse number 25, says, For I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. I will restore to you the years. Some of you have lost years. Some of you have lost decades. Some of you have lost weeks and months and days. Amen. You're not where you need to be. You know you have a direction. God had put it in your heart. You were on your way. But then something happened. And now you have experienced a level of destruction in your life. And you felt like you can't recover. But let's go to the end of the message. You can recover. God will restore everything. I will restore to you. Everybody say you. Everybody say me. He will restore. He will restore to me the years. That the locust, the cankerworm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm has destroyed. What is your level of destruction? Let's look at it this morning. Number one, the palmer worm. The palmer worm is the first stage. In the Hebrew, it's gazam, the gnawer. Can I ask you a question today? What's gnawing at you? What's gnawing at you? This is the worm stage. It's just from an egg. It has no wings, no legs. It's just just this little thing. It's just this little idea. It's just this little attitude. It's just this little unforgiveness. It's just this little bit of, of, of discomfort. It's just a little bit of dissatisfaction. It's just a little bit of disobedience. There's just something gnawing at me. And, and I know it's not right. And I know I shouldn't do it. And I, I know I shouldn't say it. And I, I know I shouldn't act that way. But it's just gnawing at me. Gnawing. It's just aggravating. It's just tormenting. Number two, the locust, the Hebrew, the, the arba, the swarmer, still in its first skin. It's the little ones. They, 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 they've, they, they've grown from, from gnawing. And they've multiplied and they're just swarming. It's the swarmer. What's swarming you today? You you ever had a swarm of gnats? Flies? Bees? It's just, they're just aggravating. They're just, they're just, they're getting your hair and they they get in your ear and they get in your eye. Little gnats fly up your nose and 
kidding you. They're, 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 they're swarm, they're just, they're just all in your mind. It's just those thoughts. They're just, they're just tormenting and they're, they're just swarming you. Man, you, you, you want to do right and you want to act right, and you, but you, you're just being swarmed. And you're being swarmed by people and by circumstances and things. And it's, just, it's, just, it's not just one little thing. It's, it's not just one little something gnawing at me. Now I got a bunch of little things just swarming all around me because I didn't take care of it when it was little and now it's multiplied and now I've allowed it to lay eggs on me and I've, I've allowed it to get in my mind and I've allowed it to get in my ear and it's got under my skin what's under your skin today? Chickens will get that, they'll peck and they'll pick up those rocks and they, they use it to, to digest and it gets right here and we, we say they got, they got something in their crawl. Can I tell you today, some of you got something in your crawl. You're choking on it. Every time, you, well, you, it's, it's time to praise the Lord and it's time to worship and it's time to lift up a praise and you're just like... <laughs> You got something in your craw and it's choking you. It's choking the life out of you. It's choking the praise out of you. Amen. It was a little gnawing thing, but you didn't take care of it. And it multiplied into a swarm. What's swarming you? Then there's the canker worm. Hebrew word is yelik, the devourer. It's the third stage when it's cast off its first skin. It's developed little wings and it can jump, but it can't fly. What's, what's jumping on you today? What's devouring you today? What, 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 what is stealing your peace? What is taking your joy? What, what is, when, when you feel like you're about to get a blessing, something comes and just devours it, just takes it away. You almost reach your miracle and then something pulls it away. You almost reach that point to where you think I'm going to be happy today and then something comes and devours it. We've allowed that thing to go from gnawing to swarming, and now that it's taken root in our hearts, we've got a root of bitterness. We've got unforgiveness. We, we, we have all these things going on, and now then it's inside of us, and it's devouring our peace and our joy, and it'll take your blessing, and it'll take your relationship, and it's just gnawing and devouring everything it can get its little mouth on. The devil is out to kill steal and destroy and the Bible says don't give place to the devil. If you give place to that little gnawing attitude, that little sin, it will develop, it'll change, it'll multiply, it'll swarm and ultimately it will destroy you. And then there's the caterpillar. The Hebrew word hasil means the consumer. 
It's the fully matured locust with long wings and legs. And now it doesn't just jump, but it flies and it's multiplied. And it's a huge swarm. And right now they're having troubles in other countries in Africa and all around. Amen. Of the, they've been saying of biblical proportions when locusts are coming through and they're taking a crop and they're just going across it and they're destroying it. They're leaving nothing but destruction. Destruction in their path. It's they're taking away the nutrient, taking away the supply, taking away the food, taking away people's lives because they weren't dealt with. They didn't kick, they didn't catch it when it was just an hour. They let it get to be a swarmer. And then they allowed it to become a devourer. And now it's a full-blown locust. Now it is fully developed. Now it has teeth. Amen. That can devour and it will destroy and consume. There's some of you consumed with unforgiveness. Consumed with lust. Consumed with sin. Consumed with habits and addictions. Amen. When it was a little thing, it was just fun. But now it's not fun. It's destroying your life. But you can't quit. Because it's consuming you. But can I tell you this morning, there is hope in Jesus. For he started out the verse, I will restore to you the years. And he listed the level of destruction. And he said, I don't care what your level of destruction is. I can restore it. God wants to store you back to health, to life, to joy. Renew the joy of your salvation. Refill you and baptize you in the Holy Ghost and with fire. He wants to give you your passion back. Put the passion back in your marriage. Put the love back for your children. Amen. Give you ideas and business sense to prosper in this world. He wants you to have a reality. Amen. Of who God is. And you love Him. And you serve Him. And you worship Him. And He will restore you regardless your level of destruction. Can I get a big amen? What you do not deal with today. Everybody say today. I'm going to deal with it. Listen, whatever you don't deal with today and conquer, it's going to come back and bite you. I'm going to say that again. Whatever you don't deal with today and conquer, It's going to come back and bite you. Joel chapter 1 and verse number 4. That which the palmer worm hath left, hath the locust eaten. That which the locust left, the canker worm eaten. That which the canker worm left, the caterpillar eaten. Listen, if you don't deal with it today, it's going to come back and bite you. If you leave one, it's going to bite you. If you leave one little bad attitude, one little bit of unforgiveness, little bit of lust, little bit of pride, little bit of jealousy. Oh, I I can deal with that. Listen, it's going to gnaw, it's going to consume, it's going to devour, it's going to bite until you are done. Oh, but thank God. Jesus comes in. He'll deworm you. Some of y'all need to be dewormed. You got worms. 
Look at your neighbor and say, I think you got worms. You need to be dewormed. He comes in and he brings his precious blood. That blood that washes away all sin. And he applies his blood to our life. And when his blood begins to cover, when it begins to cover my mind, amen, it covers all those gnawing little attitudes and gnawing spirits and all those little lies of the devil. Amen, and it comes through and it cleanses and it kills every consumer and it kills every destroyer and it kills everything that would want to come in and take my peace and my joy and my love and destroy my relationship. Amen, the blood of Jesus comes and destroys the works of darkness. I got good news for you today. Whatever stage you're in, the Lord will restore. Whatever a whatever you're, what's going on. Noah's day, they got you got to such horrible, horrible sin. Amen. God said, I can't take it anymore, and He destroyed. But He caused Noah for a hundred years to build a boat. And God saved his family. The boat floated above. You say, Pastor, how are we gonna how, how are we gonna deal with what's happening in America? How are we gonna overcome all that's going on? How are we gonna do? I'll tell you how. We're gonna get in the ark of safety. We're gonna get in the house of God. We're gonna get in the word of God. Amen. We're gonna get in the ark of safety. And we're gonna float above. Amen. Everything the devil tries to do. And then it was time. To come out. You know what? God, God, God didn't call us to stay in the ark forever. He wants to come out. He said, I want you to go out. I want you to multiply. I want you to replenish the earth. But guess what? Every day, at a certain point, Noah would set out a bird. It would go out and fly around. And it came back. There was no place to land. There was still destruction. Things had been destroyed. They were covered. But one day, One day, he brought back a little green twig. Life had sprung up out of destruction. And he let him go again and he never came back. He says, it's time to go. It's time to leave this place. It's time to go out. And it's time. There's new life. There's restoration. Amen. God's destruction is over. It's time to rebuild. It's time to replenish. I'm declaring that 2021. Amen. We're going to come out of the ark. We're going to come out and we're going to rejoice and we're going to offer sacrifice again and we're going to worship again and we're going to begin to get about the Father's business and God is going to bring restoration just like he did with Jonah. Amen. Jonah rebelled. Jonah ran from God. He ended up in the belly of the fish. But when he cried out to God. Amen. That fish spit him up. And he went and he did what God told him to do. And because of it, he saved the whole city of Nineveh. That's restoration. What the devil meant, devil wants destruction. But God wants restoration. Peter denied Christ. I mean, I'm supposed to be great. I'm supposed to do something good. God, God, God has good things for my life. And then Peter said, I don't even know the man. Jesus told him, you're going to deny me. Well, the rooster crows. Oh, I'd never deny you. And three times he denied him. And the rooster crowed. 
Oh, his heart was broken. Some of you right now, you failed, you've sinned, your heart's broken. You don't know how to be restored. Amen. He left in that time once you betrayed your rabbi. There was no restoration. There was no hope. But when Jesus rose from the dead, he said, go tell my disciples and Peter. I'm telling you today, God is calling your name. You felt hopeless. You felt destroyed. You felt like there's no help for you, no hope for you. I've gone too far, done too much. I've been too destroyed. But I'm here to tell you today, Jesus is calling you by name and saying, Come on, I've got a work for you to do. Peter went from destruction to Holy Ghost field. Preaching the gospel, thousands saved, his shadow healing the sick. God wants to take you from where you're at to the place he has for you. He wants to restore you. This is the year. Amen? It is the year of salvation. It is the year of deliverance. It is the year of healing. Jesus, the Son of God, crucified, nailed on a cross, died. Hell rejoiced. We did it. We destroyed him. But on the third day. Can I tell you today? It's somebody's third day today. It's somebody's third day. You're about to come up out of that grave. You're about to come up out of that despondency. You're about to come up out of that depression. You're about to come up out of that anxiety. You're about to come up out of that poverty. You're about to come up out of that sickness and disease. And when God raises you up and He rolls a stone away, you're going to come out with resurrection power. Why? We sang it today. That same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. This is the year of restoration. When Jesus was baptized, the Bible says the Spirit, like a dove, descended and sat upon him. What did, what did the Spirit light upon? John said, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was made flesh. The Word was flesh and dwelt among us. You see, Jesus was the Word. And the Spirit came and lit Upon the Word. See, the reason He can't pour His Spirit out, in the last days, afterwards, saith the Lord, I'll pour my Spirit out. The reason He hasn't been able to pour His Spirit out upon you is because there's no Word in you for Him to light on. There's just been flesh. There's just been destruction. There's just been sin. But I'm telling you today, we're going to get it right. Amen, we're going to confess the sin. Amen, we're going to get rid of the gnawer and the devourer and the swarmer and the consumer. And we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to restore us. And we're going to get Jesus, the Word, in our lives. And then the Spirit will have something to light on. And He'll come and He'll fill us and He'll baptize us and He'll pour out His Spirit upon us, saith the Lord. Give Jesus a hand clap today. This is the year of restoration. So, let's deal with it today. Let's confess it today. Let's repent of it today. Let's get victory over it today. So that He can pour His Spirit out upon us this year. Somebody say amen. Say, I want it, Lord. I'm asking you today 
restore me. What is your level of destruction? What is your level? What has happened in 2020? The enemy, this is, this is as much spiritual as it is natural. The enemy, they've just tried to close the churches, stop the worship, stop the singing, cover our mouths, cover our face. They've been taking away our relationship. But can I tell you this morning, not only in the natural is God going to show up and do something mighty, but in the, in the supernatural, in the spirit realm, in the church, He wants to restore our face-to-face relationship. Restore our relationship with God. Give us back our fellowship. He wants to restore us no matter what level of destruction you've encountered. Today, what's gnawing at you? Is it just some little attitude? Some little sin? Somebody said something hurt your feelings? You've taken offense? And it's just gnawing at you. It's stopping your blessing. If you don't deal with it today, it's going to grow, it's, it's going to hatch, it's going to multiply and it's going to start swarming you it'll take over your thoughts is all you're going to think about you're just dabbling, you're just playing you, you, you're just enjoying sin but it's going to take over, it's going to take control and it's going to become a habit and addiction now you can't, you want to quit but you can't now it's taking your health and it's taking your money and it's taking your joy and it's taking your peace, destroying your family destroying your relationships it's devouring you. And if you don't deal with it, it's going to consume you. But today, it's the day of restoration. Today's the day that you put your foot down. Today's the day to get dewormed with the blood of Jesus. To allow His love, allow His Word, allow His Spirit, allow His blood to cover your mind and your heart and your soul and your spirit and completely restore you back to your health, to your relationship with Jesus. Today is the day of restoration. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of deliverance. No more. Everybody say it with me. No more. I'm not going to put up with it. No more. What you tolerate, what you tolerate, you're not going to be able to get rid of. If you can handle the cat in the house, he'll stay. If you shoo him out and leave the door open, he'll come back. We got to kick the devil out and shut the door. Or... As Pastor Marcello told the lady the other day, we were in their house. They had a big fat cat. He looked at that and said, that would sure be good on my grill. That, she didn't like that. <laughs> you say, what did Pastor, what are you saying? I'm saying cook the devil. Burn him up. Devour him instead of him devouring you. You take authority in Jesus' name. Stop letting him tell you what to do and you start putting him to flight in the name of Jesus. This is the year. Everybody say, this is my year. Come on, stand to your feet this morning. Let's worship.
Let's, let's pray. Let, let, let's allow the Holy Spirit to speak into our life. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to bring restoration. Do you want the Spirit of God to fill you? Do you want your young men to prophesy, your young ladies to prophesy? Do you want your old men to dream dreams and your young men to see visions? I, I figured out the other day, I had some dreams and I figured out I must be old. But you know what? I think I'm still young enough to have some visions too. God can give me some visions of a better future, a better plan. He can show me what He wants me to do. If I'll listen, He wants to restore you today. Today, we're going to take a few moments. Earlier, we talked about, is it well with our soul? I ask you today, what's your level of destruction? What are you dealing with? What if you not been able to handle on your own. See, there's the key word. You've been trying to do it on your own. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You need help. Don't stay away from God. I'm not going to go to church so I get it all worked out. No, 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 no. When you're at your worst, that's when you need to run to God. Because He's the restorer, the healer, the forgiver. Come on, just take a moment, close your eyes, bow your head. Just say, Holy Spirit, reveal to me my level of destruction. What's gnawing at me? What have I allowed to take root in my heart? Make this confession, dear Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for allowing this little spirit, bitterness, unforgiveness, lust, pride, jealousy, to get in my heart. It's gnawing at me, making me uncomfortable. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over that gnawing spirit. Covered in your blood. Destroy its works in my life. What's swarming me? My thoughts. What, what, what am I consumed with? What, what can I not stop thinking about? What just keeps coming up out of my spirit? What? It's just swarming me. I can't get away from it. Jesus, I plead your blood over it. I confess it. I ask you to forgive me for allowing it to take root in me. I ask you to destroy that swarm today in Jesus' name. Jesus, what, what, what's devouring me? It's eating me up. Lust, eat me up. 
driving me to sin, driving me to actions and deeds that are destroying me. Habits and addictions devouring me, stealing my health, my finances, and my relationships. I've allowed it to get to this point. It's devouring me. But in Jesus' name, I plead your blood over everything that's devouring me. And I ask you to devour it. Destroy the yoke of habit and addiction. Set me free in Jesus' name. Destroy the destroyer. Devour the devourer. For Lord, I know if I don't get a handle on this, if I don't allow you to take care of it, if I don't get your blood, your mercy, your help, it will consume me. I don't want to be consumed. I don't want to be destroyed. I want to be restored. So I plead the blood of Jesus over everything in my life that's trying to consume me. Every work of the flesh, every sin, disobedience, unforgiveness, it's consuming me. My lust, my my, 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 my addiction, my, it's gone to another level. It's consuming me. I'm not in control. It's, it's in control. But today, I give you control. And I ask you to consume the consumer by your blood and set me free. Everybody declare it with me. Jesus, Jesus. Restore, me. restore me. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, heal me. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. I am free in Jesus' name. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap. Father, I thank you today and I declare today that the gnawer, the swarmer, the consumer, the destroyer, the devourer is destroyed today. And afterwards, you're going to pour out your spirit. Could you just close your eyes and lift your hands? Say with me, dear Holy Spirit. Feel me. Feel the void. Feel my heart. Feel my mind. Give me peace, freedom, and restoration. Holy Spirit, feel me. Fall upon me. Holy Spirit, baptize me. I'm restored. I'm being restored in Jesus' name. Amen. Somebody shout it again. Amen. Amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap. Hallelujah. Miss Amy.